What's up, guys? Welcome to the Floaty Cast. Scott Steckle here with a very special episode. It's special because we don't have Max Low. Uh, he went on a trip, as you all know. He went to Vegas. I guess he developed a gambling addiction while he's there. He might be arrested. He's MIA. I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a bit. But instead of Max Lowe, we got two very special guests to help me out tonight. We have uh, the local legend, the king of Huntsville himself, as far as our local scene goes, the guy I go to for all my playtesting needs, Justin Bean, and a hero in our own eyes, a Team Scythe member, one of the greatest men that I know, and the only one of us to ever top four regional, Aaron Rucker. Hey. <laughs> Let's start with Justin. How are you doing today, my man? Hey, what's up, man? What's been going on in your life since the last time you were on the Flow Cast? Uh, you know, working working hard every day, playing a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> Still stealing my thunder, I see. And then Aaron Rucker, how you doing, man? How's it going? Chilling, bro. Uh, <clears throat> working on my degree. I'm almost done with that. Got a promotion at work. Just doing life. <laughs> Making, love to hear, love to hear Making big boy moves. Look, That's y'all are crazy. lame as hell, dog. <laughs> Where What's the fuck you come from? <laughs> Bro, I came right off the boat. And by boat, I mean the plane, dog. I literally just flew right over my house, dropped off, you know, straight. Got the rope. Fast ropes out. Yeah, dog. Straight up. Clipped it to the back. You know what I'm saying? I, w- I went skydiving, bro. Uh, did you just, what? <laughs> I did like four different things at once. <laughs> yeah, that's a my lot. Man, my man, Halo jumped. For anybody who doesn't know, that's high altitude. Uh, right? so, flying uh, sailing ship, bro. I had with, to... a, with a squirrel suit. Exactly. Right. I... Got down to low enough altitude, pulled his chute, and then tied a rope to his chute and fast roped onto his roof. That's what just happened, bro. I had to get here for the pod, dog. That's how you got to do <laughs> it. Vegas ain't that close. It's like on the <laughs> other side of the country. And you were like, pod, seven o'clock, be here. And I'm like, duh, how do I do this? So I called up Superman. <laughs> Your local blue angels. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Bro, I had to, I had to phone in some shooters, dog. You know what I'm saying? But I'm back, Jeez. ladies and gentlemen. We are back kicking it. Scott thought it, he was going to have all the thunder to run a pod by himself, but I was like, no, nah, he's going to fuck it up, so uh, I had to get here. So... <laughs> I'm just playing, man. How are you? I'm I'm great. You know, coming back off of a trip, my own self, right? Just came back from visiting the homies, one of which wasn't there because he was playing a, playing a tournament that we won't speak of yet. But, uh, you know, had fun in my own right. Not as much fun as you. I haven't heard from you in a week, so, you know, there's that. But You know who the last person to have seen me since I've disappeared? Mr. Justin me. Bean himself. Oh. I saw him at the airport. We were both flying out. He was going to Salt Lake. I was going to Vegas, dog. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But was- who was the last person you spoke to? Technically, Scott on the way home, but you. I had a longer <laughs> conversation with Aaron Rucker. He was giving me the... The full tourney report because he uh, congrats on that day too but ladies and gentlemen vegas is no joke all right so i gotta tell you guys two stories real quick and then we'll hit this so first thing is i went to the vegas golden knights game whatever and my dumbass decided hey let's put a hundred dollars on the la kings to win this game oh let's put 60 on them to win five to three you know that pays out almost two grand seems good right yeah. 
Yeah, no. Sure. Well, well yeah. Vegas came in and uh, cleaned house, won 5-1. I felt like an absolute turd. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> you know, the high odds mean it's less likely to happen. Yeah, but, are, but the, Golden, the Golden Knights were reeling, bro. <laughs> like, I, was, I did a scouting report and everything. I even went with my gut, and it did not pan <laughs> out. So after that... I decided to take 200 out of the ATM, not a big deal, and uh, put it in the slots. And apparently I forgot how slot machines work, and I was doing $50 bets, thinking I was doing like $0.05 bets. I blew it away, bro. $200 and two spins. I was like, what the fuck? How do you you spend $200 and two spins in slots, bro? Like, so I I I guess I hit the high roller slots or something. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you're not allowed to go to Vegas by yourself. I, by by yourself, I mean without the boys. Like obviously, your wife didn't reel you in enough. Like <laughs> my wife wasn't there. I was with my best friend Jake. Not a big deal. And oh. uh, <laughs> shout out to him. That was an awesome time. And then I did it again. So I pulled two hundred out again. But I didn't bury myself on that one. I cashed out at like one seventy five. So I lost like twenty. Oh, that's not too bad. So you were hanging out with Gearheart. No, 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 no! I was hanging out with Jake Slocum. Shout out to oh. my homie. Day one, no, that's homie almost Slocum. He should play Pokemon. He could be Jake Slocum. I tried, bro. Slo- back back when I was in the military, I got him playing Yu-Gi-Oh. When I was playing, he was all about oh, gravekeepers. Yeah. He, he was behind the times. By oh, we don't want him to play Pokemon then. No, <laughs> no gravekeepers ever nah, been. Nice he's guy. gonna show up with his uh, what's what's the damn the Hitmonlee deck? What was it called? Like from base set. Oh, hit and the, run, not oh. hit and run. Uh, From base that you talking about? Uh, wow, why? Why don't any of us I, know this? Uh, beat, beat, beat sticks. I don't know. No, haymaker. Um, haymaker. Hey, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, he'd show up with that while we're over here clapping him with like Mal- rapid strike Malamar, Flygon Oof. bees, <laughs> Max, whatever. You know, <laughs> we're hitting three hundred damage, and he's like forty. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's and then the insane. last thing I did, and this one made my wife chuckle, is I don't like motorcycles. My wife's brother is a massive motorcycle nerd. And I was trying to show out. I was like, fuck it. Let me ride the motorcycle. Bro, I almost <laughs> died, dog. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, hit the brake. I was like, where's the brake, bro? I don't know where the brake is. And I was about ran into a garage door and about oh killed my myself. God. Not gonna lie, that sounds like Vegas, bro. It was, yeah, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. But I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you guys came on. Um, even though under circumstances, I didn't know if I was gonna be here or not. I'm glad you guys showed up because y'all went to uh y'all by Justin Bean and Aaron Rucker went to Salt Lake City, and one day too, and the other one had a lot of fun. So <laughs> let's talk about it hold let's on go. oh i got my wow. own story right oh, and for the record on a tangent like that <laughs> what's that oh, bro, said, you don't let them talk trash no he I said mean, he had a lot of that's fun what I, said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I played a pile and i didn't know how to play it <laughs> oh, oh okay so all right uh, we'll, we'll get to okay that not a pile it's a very we'll, good deck we'll get we'll to get it. to that scott very scott set that episode up so i'm gonna let him take the reins well hold on yeah so <laughs> let me let me go ahead and with my florida story because i got to shout out jeff chris on oh, this right so oh, part of oh, the whole deal uh, was i was going to uh 
going to Universal with Jeff. That's that's like the whole thing. Uh, shout out Sheldon for getting me the tickets. But we we go to Universal. Heather's never ridden a roller coaster in her life, right? And we go to Islands of Adventure. So if you're familiar with theme parks, if you want to ride roller coasters around the Orlando area, Islands of Adventure is kind of the place you go, right? So we go here, and I've ridden all of them, I thought. I didn't know there was new ones, but uh, we go there. And um, she doesn't mention to me that she's never ridden them. She just told me she doesn't like them. But I'm like, hey, it's my birthday. You know, ride a couple roller coasters with me. So we ride uh, the Hagrid ride, which has some surprises, but is it's probably the best ride in the park. Uh, but um, it's definitely not like the scariest roller coaster or whatever it's the most fun but it's not the scariest so like we set the bar at that right and she's like okay that wasn't so bad i still don't like them but i'll ride another one for you right tell me you did velocicoaster we went to the velocicoaster the <laughs> yeah! time, and i need you guys to know that i've ridden pretty much every roller coaster in america that i know about right every time a new one drops i make a special trip or used to make a special trip just to ride roller coasters i thought i'd seen felt did everything right um the velocicoaster made me question my friendship with jeff i almost i almost said screw you we're not friends anymore i'm quitting pokemon i'm dropping the team i'm not doing the podcast like it made me question every friendship i've ever had because of jeff right like i was there's a one part where you look over the hill and you can't see the track on the other side and you're going like 75 so you have to understand the steepness of this hill is like you're going to fly off the edge. And at that point, I was ready to murder everybody I've ever known because I got terrified for the first time in my life on a roller coaster. And so I won't write it again. It was great one time. I won't write it again. But uh, shout out Jeff for making my life miserable for a split second. And then the rest of the roller coaster was a blast. But that one was... But you won't be surprised anymore. So you'll know about that part. No, it doesn't matter. Because there's another part where you feel like you're going to dunk your head in the water. And for all my tall people, you know how scary that is. Oh, God. Uh, And Jeff (laughs) warned me about that. And he told me exactly where it was. In the line, you sit there and stare at people that are there. So I knew for a fact I wasn't that close to the water. And then every time that, like, they went, I was like, oh, they're going to touch your head on the water. And then when I went, I was like, yeah, I'm drowning right now. I'm going 75 in a corkscrew through a lake. I'm drowning right now. Bro, that roller coaster has at least five corkscrews. I, I got someone one time because I was like, it has no loops. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. For the record, it has no loops. You never loop on that roller coaster. You're not going to loop. You're upside down for a half of it. <laughs> There's a part where you actually just ride upside down, but you yep. never, you're never no loop. looping. So, Bro, I'm the biggest <laughs> pussy when it comes to roller coasters, dog. I'd be on that thing like white knuckling like you see sweat <laughs> dripping down my i won't you scream were... but i'll be like <laughs> and you want to know what's the worst part they don't even have like the full like oh, you know how hell oh, no yeah. i mean <laughs> it, it is a it is the, no, like the lap belt like of like a seat belt. <laughs> yeah like they have the lap thing and it's like you're not going anywhere but it's still just a lap thing. So like you feel your arms just like uh, waving up in the air, like a wavy, wacky, inflatable tube guy. Wacky, yeah. waving, Lord inflatable, up, arm flailing tube man. Come on, bro. Whatever, dog. I don't different. want to copyright. Y'all are, built different. y'all are built different. I, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good pass for me, bro. When we, next time Orlando regionals happens, whenever that is, dog, and y'all are like, let's ride the Velocicoaster. I'm going to be like, I'll go, I'd rather go up, uh, run into a garage with a motorcycle i'll be all right 
But Hagrid's is really good, though. Hagrid's. Yeah, Hagrid's is is pretty dope. But uh, I love coasters. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. No, I love roller coasters too. I don't love the velocity. I'll still okay. <laughs> I'll still write if my homies are riding it. I'll still write it, but I guarantee at that point I'll be cursing every single one of you every time. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, moving on. So we are a Pokemon podcast, Pokemon. not a roller coaster podcast. Wait, we could we, make that. We could make that a thing. <laughs> Bean, you want to start a roller coaster podcast? <laughs> Yo, welcome Call to the floaty, ta- floaty tycoon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I used to love that game. <laughs> Even more oh, travel to just go ride coasters every week. That's Bro, can we get a flow TK wacky waving inflatable or inflating tube man? Uh, maybe for internet. Probably. We'll rent one and we'll put it outside the Airbnb. That let's sounds go. dope. All right. Anyway, but, uh, so let's talk about Pokemon real quick, right? Before we get into the meat and potatoes of everything, everybody wants to hear about the regional and stuff like that, right? Let's talk about where the majority of the play has happened for the last two years, right? So let's break down. And I only say this. And I only included this because Aaron Rucker is about to be excited. But let's break down the online scene real quick, right? The most recent tournament that's been after the regional, but still online, is Liam Kidd, right? Qualifier number three. There's still Mew in the top eight, but also in the top eight, Aaron. I don't know if you see this or not. I have it. <laughs> it's two Malamars. Yes. Which won the tournament. That sounds like a bad time. I I actually have a question when we talk about the online meta. Um, yeah, we were, we're, that's what we're talking about now. So this is the time for your question. All so. right. So in the late night series, I noticed this and I tweeted it out. Uh, that was last Monday. You guys want to know what got top eight? Was what? it Jolteon? Yeah, it was Ghost Jolteon. Y'all heard of Dragapult, bro? It got top eight. <laughs> so I ask everybody in this room. Is is Dragapult a viable option for Indy? hundred percent. Japanese players are Shut playing. Shut the it. fuck up! No, it's not zero percent. There's so much dark stuff. I disagree. So, I disagree. and I can argue it, but I won't argue it. Whatever. Okay. So no, no here, argue it. No, here's the thing. I'll argue it. All right. Here's the thing. Without going into super detail or whatever, right? That uh, the whole the whole universal trip was pretty much just like uh, play testing without play testing, like theory crafting trip for me, Sheldon and Jeff. And I can 100% guarantee you that Dragapult is fine on paper. Like there is dark, like you're weak to dark. Everybody's playing dark, right? That's fine. It's happening. However, Dragapult can set up some stuff that is really hard to come back out of. And I mean, like there, there's ways to get around your dark weakness, bro. Like, and there's ways to set up multiple dragon bolts. So I'm not saying it's going to win, sure. but I'm saying it's viable yeah. and you could probably do well and get some points. Like, like an Aurora energy tech with a Galarian Zapdos, bro. Now you're going too far. Play the That's basic what this fighting. guy was playing. <laughs> That's you what play he the was basic doing. Fighting. No, not the Aurora. That's like, yeah. he, he's got four psychic, three horror and one Aurora. I don't know about that count. Yeah. I don't um, know, man. Was he playing I it with Arceus? Or was Dragapult and Teleon? And it search the Aurora. I think you play it with Arceus. Yeah. You you might no, I tried that. I, it was not good. In Japan, there's been a couple no, of... We'll, we'll, all right, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Better. Cho- choice Belt is kind of fire. Mm-hmm. All right. And then um, on top of that, everyone's running in Teleon. 
You run a zig or two, you knock it out, sobbles, you're destroying their consistency. You do good old peak Marnie, and it's just like playing Jolteon. It's a psychic Jolteon, or a ghost Jolteon, whatever. And it's it's not terrible, especially because it has a more effective one prize attacker in Sigilyph. So uh, I don't think they're playing Sigilyph. <laughs> they're not playing that. So I know it was not the uh it, it, ooh, I know the card. Rocky helmet built in as yeah. the and then it does ten or twenty plus each damage counter. You literally swing with a dragapult, they knock out your dragapult, you go Raihan, attach onto the Sigilyph with some horror psychic energy, they swing into it, bro. Oof, they're taking like 60 or 80 damage, and it one-shots whatever they just hit. I don't know, man. I'm going to say this. It's definitely like tier two. Three. I'd say three. Maybe 2.5. Two and and on, on your side, you're playing Dragapult, Arceus, the Inteleon, and the 1-1 B-Barrel? No, I'm not playing Arceus and Dragapult at all. <laughs> all right. Whoa. Why am I going to play Arceus with a, with a two-energy... Uh, the one reason I don't like Arceus in Dragapult is Dragapult was always play, like, put the prize trade in your favor. And when you're putting other two prizers down, it kind of defeats the purpose of what you're trying to do with Dragapult because you leave one and then some single prizers on the bench. Hey, you've seen Klaus oh, taking them off. Hold, hold on. Hold on. The Klaus <laughs> Stadium does take them off, but also swinging the prize trade in your favor, making them take eight prizes feels like swinging the prize trade in your favor. No, if you take three, two, then one, that's easier than going three, one, three. Yeah, but you just don't take, you just don't play down the one. You just play Arceus, Dragapult. <clears throat> no, Ar Arceus is bad in Dragapult, man. It's not good, bro. <laughs> I tried it. I went. That's like, oh, that's like right. saying, oh, we should just play Maybe. Arceus, Jolteon. What, what if you do it like, uh, like uh, Draladon? It's just Arceus, Arceus. Draladon. To, to play a two, three, three. I did that. Arceus, two pult, two pult. I did that. I went 0-2 drop. Yeah, but Draladon. you probably are arguably the worst deck builder of the group right now. Ah, that's facts. Nice. That's facts. All right. I put Crushing Hammer in my list, so let's go back to the drawing board. <laughs> I don't think Crushing Hammer's bad, but whatever. So back to Liam, kid, right? Let's not talk about Dragon Ball because that was a fluke, right? Now, everybody was tired from regionals, you know, uh, late night. Everybody was right. tired. Nobody wanted to play. Dragapult won because they had to think against it. And once you have to think against Dragapult, Dragapult wins. Uh, so the other decks in the top eight, um, also shout out to ninth place being Malamar as well. Um, the other decks in top eight were two Mews, uh, an Arceus and Teleon, the Arceus Flygon crazy deck. Um, just a straight Arceus birds, yeah. The barrel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's it. That's Malamar had the best showing of the top eight, and I say that because ninth place was Malamar as well, right? And they went heavy on the Bidoof Barrel three three. I mean, mm. oh, oh, and there's a single strike, like a normal single strike, which I oh, wasn't they... going to mention because that's the sleeper best deck of all time. So they. Um, uh... They cut the Inteleons. That's why they went heavy on that. Okay. Um, keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. I was reading the 3 3 thing. Also, a good friend of ours, Lee Bui, was playing the Malamar. So if he's playing it, he did. Wait, the version. Well, he, uh, everybody's playing Inteleon. Nope. He's playing Chinchino. Just was kidding. He playing he's playing Oh, uh, Probably not. So the other two were Inteleon list. This was a uh, Chinchino list. So. 
they're both good, man. Mally's just overall good. Uh, it's the best one prize deck in the format as of right now. I just it was the... everything. Mm-hmm. So, I just wanted to say flip Mally on the pod. No explanation. It's flip the... Mally. What is... flip, flip Mally? Mally? What's mm-hmm. that? What's that? It's a deck Lee we would play. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh wait, is that what it is? No, it's not. It's a normalist. <laughs> oh, I was like, if this man's playing four crushing hammer, like four Pokemon catcher in Malamar, if he found the room for all that, I talked about it. I will, I will actually. I don't know where he lives, but I'll drive to his house, knock on his four door. Four old PCs. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's oh. broken. Hey, old PC Mew. Hold on. Release. <laughs> put that in the spank here. bank. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. That's something else. I'll admit, I definitely contemplated playing Pokemon Catcher in Malamar. So. I can. Yeah. You'd have to fit four for the. No, you don't. It's like Gramble. You just need one, and you just need to hit heads every game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're done. We're... The one flip turns want... always hits heads. Yep. You know what? Actually, mm-hmm. because of the one swing spot that me and you talked about, Aaron, if that was a Pokemon catcher, I don't think I'd be mad. Just because, like, <laughs> it could have been anything, so I guess a free boss would have been fine. Yep. But, uh... Hey, you take big know. knockouts on whatever, and if you get to choose one turn and play a different supporter, like... Yep. I mean, and if you miss... It can then... never go wrong! Yeah, nope. if you miss, you're still taking the knockout on whatever's active. So oh, you gotta exactly. throw in four Cramomatics in there too if we're doing flip cards. So uh, no, there's no room. There's no room. If if I could add anything additional to that deck, it'd be more Malamar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like Fair if enough. I could just play an eight eight line of Malamar, I'd be set. That'd um, be, that'd that be is too, true. That'd be too <laughs> just, good. Just five five, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Just if I could just play five five, I'll play as. I would actually play like a really nerf deck. Like if you told me that I could play five five, but couldn't play any Evo Incense, like that was a trade off. Like I could play five five Malamar, but no Evo Incense. I think I'd play it that way, hundred percent. No, that's correct. Uh, no. no, I would just play Great Ball. I just play Great Ball instead of the Evo Incense. Nah, nope. I'm hitting a Malamar every time. Anyhow, I don't need it. I'd rather play five uh, Sable. Five Sable. Five Sable for consistency, Gizzo. bro. No. Five Sable, three Drizzle. I only want the fifth Sable. Yep. Oh my gosh, you're drunk. Drizzle's no, no, extra, not plus extra, 40, bro. Extra keep calling. That's how you play the deck. But Malamar, man, and Shumway, uh, I believe uh, Copeland, Nathaniel Copeland, or was it Nick Robinson? One of those two. Uh, Nick Kaplan, yeah. Kaplan. Um, Kaplan, I hit him in a mirror match. Dude, great player. Uh, Shumway, beast. Mally just overall great deck man and i think moving forward it's going to continue to be phenomenal and when dark ride comes out still going to be good going into this weekend's meta fire it's yeah it's just it stays consistent stays good that, bro. <laughs> dark ride is just the best deck of all time i'm sorry oh <laughs> i have no idea if it is or not how much hp does it have it doesn't matter. We can sw- we can actually dark patch is what's gonna kill it. Don't worry about I think it. It's two eighty. Yeah, it's two eighty. Oh, just seven. Tough, bro. Tough, that's man. fine. You just swing just, with single prize dark attackers, bro. You're chilling. Do we Who you got? Prize dark attacker. Uh. That's what we thought. Anyhow, I'll get back to you on. on that one. I don't have <laughs> no, no, the no, information it's, it's, in front of me. No, no, no. The, the, the sauce. The sauce is Hoopa with cleansing gloves. 
Ooh. The plus 30, one shot. That's actually not terrible. <laughs> Sorry to leak it here on the pod, but you know. Bean's, Bean's been like 13 sets ahead. <laughs> Bean actually knows what's coming out next year this time in Pokemon. He's already got a deck list built. Guaranteed. Bro, he's ready to party right now. He's got he's got the insider look for the game development. He's actually part of the game development team. I, he's I have just a, like moonlighting. I have a flight book to, to regionals that haven't been announced yet. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! So, so Detroit Regionals is happening? <laughs> no, no. My Detroit. man is still for Orlando to come back. <laughs> exactly. I'll take that go. one. That's fine. So, be, before we move on to these new cards that have been announced, which will be really quick, right? Um, uh, what should we call it? How upset would you be, Aaron, if they moved the Florida Regionals from Orlando to Daytona next year? If they moved it back to Daytona? really upset orlando's just better like i think that's the general consensus i don't know why it moved in the first place but uh maybe people wanted to be closer to the beach if they they dropped day one they're just all right i'm gonna go weep on the beach you know i mean but orlando's close enough that you're probably just gonna drive to the beach and weep anyhow a hundred hundred percent all right so So, new cards what'd we get new cards uh, not new, but we got Energy Lotto back. Ah, oh, bro, we got to talk about that for a second. Was that confirmed? Yeah, it's yeah, confirmed. Yeah. We got to talk. Space juggler, the new item. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, was, that was the, the new item. New item. We so, got ourselves psyched up for nothing. <laughs> so, so there was like a thing. There was an announcement on Twitter, right? That the next day they were gonna announce an old item getting reprinted. And people were going in. I said Versus Seeker because I've been saying Versus Seeker's coming back until... Uh, they already six. reprinted that, kind of. They no. did. What? It's a, it's a Only... rapid strike card. Or uh, single strike? Single strike? I, I think it's single strike. Fusion. Yeah, but it's cross-receiver. Cross no, no, no. It's single strike. I, he's there is, the... There's Welcoming Lantern, yeah. Yeah, well, Welcoming There's Lantern also the Play 2. But, but uh, that, uh, that thing only uh, brings back single strike supporters. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's yeah, their reprint. The it's not the this same. This whole this this whole meta or this whole like existence of Pokemon right now has been a slight variation, like a better designed reprint of old cards. Energy Lotto is so nasty, especially with Mew V or not Mew V with Baby Mew that searches top five. You, now it just gets way better. Instead, you don't need the Celebi. You just play Mew and play four Energy Lotto. Bro, Mew's about to get cooked, my guy, when that when that card comes out. Okay, okay. But nah. Anyway, that was my prediction a long time ago, so that's what I tweeted out. But the things that people wanted was uh I, I've seen Enhanced Hammer, older pre errata rare candy. Uh I've seen a lot <laughs> yeah, of weird shit. And then it was energy lotto, and then there was just a big like deflating like you can just sense the deflation of everybody. They were like, "Really?" But it's pretty I mean, good. I tell you what, yeah. I would like to see reprinted since we're looking at Energy Lotto Multi Switch. They should bring Multi Switch back. No, you're just trying to buff Darkrai. Yeah, you got to stop trying, trying to, buff to make. Dark... Wait, how does that buff Darkrai? <laughs> I don't know. Move the energy to the active. But just Energy Switch does that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it doesn't multi. I don't know. What does multi do? <laughs> uh, it, it moves any energy to the active. So oh, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. move, so special, you can move energy. special energy. So I guess you can move hiding dark energy, but man. But you can already move a bunch of random energy and just play uh, Sandaconda VMAX. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's True. that's all you got to do. I don't know. I would have liked to see Enhanced Hammer. That's what I thought it was going to be. With all that the special energy floating around. Why would we play Enhanced? Can you imagine a deck with four, four Enhanced and four Fan? Yeah, it'd be Durant, and it'd be broken. <laughs> it, oh, but it was just funny, like, seeing everybody just like, fuck. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> somebody actually, I don't know who it was or which response it was, but somebody was like, base set switch. And I thought that was hilarious, that, like, the old new item would just be an item we already have. It would just be the super old, like, first art. And I'm like, That's dirty. Like. I, I, Pokemon can't do that to us, but it'd be hilarious. <laughs> or pre errata Pokemon catcher. Could you imagine? That'd be disgusting. <laughs> Somebody should have said Lysander's trump card. Can we get Lysander's trump card back? I was a supporter. There was yeah, a was counter catcher. Was I was corrected. I think counter catcher would be really good. Counter catcher would be broken. Yeah, they can't be, be throwing in, That'd they be can't nasty. be thrown in prize card mechanic cards just randomly in a non prize prize counting meta like it, it counter catcher worked in the meta that it was because all the all the the ultra beasts existed which all operated off of prize card counts right so counter catcher was like yeah you're already counting each other's prize cards so this will fit right in if they threw that in now it'd mess with my head it's Bro, not the right thing it, it, it would somebody smacks you with a with a turn one meloetta dog you just start a counter catcher is active you gotta it 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 brings better, uh, more decision making to the game, I should say. Bring back stamp, oof! Oh, that'd be nasty too. That'd be disgusting. Please. I mean, we stamp. already got judge. It's fine. No, RCR with stamp, disgusting. Bruh, yeah, you'd be forced to save your uh, your star birth ability, right? Because you're like, oh damn, I'm down. They got two prizes left. Sick star birth stamp path. Everyone would just play B barrel at that point. Yeah, you would have 100%. to. You would have to at least play one one B barrel. <laughs> I am now case. stamp proof. We are chilling. <laughs> All right. So some of the other cards that got announced: uh, Hisuian Sneasler V, um, the worst Pokemon to ever come out of Legends of Arceus because of his name. Uh, but the attack is pretty good, kind of right. Uh, it's, it's so two prize Salazzle, and you can't attack with the dte yeah i mean i'm not saying it's a good card it's all right though right it does 80 <laughs> times each special condition so i think it if you play it like salazzle what that does what 162 40 salazzle's 90 times bro. salazzle's 90 times yeah. oh yeah this card's garbage salazzle's much better bro but this thing uh activates with double dark patch. it does have it does have free poison it does have free poison and retreat. no retreat costs. Let's not forget about that. No retreat is always good. Even if you don't swing with this thing, it's just a pivot Pokemon. Wait a minute. Is it a dark? Yeah. Yeah, it's dark. Eternatus is broken. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a free retreat on Eternatus. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, its attack isn't doing anything Eternatus. in Eternatus. So. I can put... And it has free poison. We're going back to good old Toxicroak days. Yeah, I was about to say, you can go Toxic... Uh, quick draw. What's the... Damn, Galarian Slowbro. 
Oh, actually, that's pretty good. Or you play in Grand Slowbro because free retreat and poisons. Yeah, now you play the one boss and four uh, catcher because you got free retreat, just like the evil tall times. Mm-hmm. Why are we playing Pokemon Catcher in E turn, bro? Why not? Because yeah. you're playing Pokemon Catcher and everything now. And now you. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I forgot. I do want to uh, quick mention to Hutsui and Sneasler. I saw a video about Sneasler, and it was this woman calling her Sneasler a pop star, mean mugging. Like, look at this fucking pop star right now. Just absolutely mean mugging me. Like, I feel less of a person because of this Pokemon. And I was like, Me, me too, lady. <laughs> but not for the same reasons. <laughs> One more. Uh, so, oh, go ahead. This so, is your show. Uh, quick, yeah, quick shout out to Sneasler. Um, I literally go out of my way to spam Hisui and Braviary to fly up instead of ever climbing up a mountain. I refuse to get in that backpack. I don't like the whole thing. If you haven't played the game, trust me, it's terrible. It'll give you nightmares. And I refuse to acknowledge the existence of that Dr. Seuss-ass Pokemon. Um, the, a new car that was released on the 23rd, yesterday. Great. Yesterday. Gape Jaw Bog. The stadium... The stadium is bananas. And let me tell you why the stadium is bananas. Because it's Magma Basin. For all you old souls out there, Team Aqu or Team Magma's, not Magma Basin, uh, Team Magma Secret Base. That's what it is. Yeah. Thank um, you. Whenever either player plays a basic Pokemon from their hand onto the bench, place two damage counters on that Pokemon. And this thing is nasty with Hisuian Samurai. Because Hisui and Samurott does 220 if the active Pokemon has damage counters on it. And it's a dark type. There we go. Huh? You it said... only does Yeah, It's a dark type. It doesn't do like 220 for each damage counter? No, it does 110 <laughs> and then another 110 and does 220 for two dark energies. That's really good. <laughs> so, So do the math here, Aaron. Right, because you're not playing. You're not playing Hisui and Samurott with Eternatus, right? I don't know. It's like, Gengar. literally just swings for two seventy or two fifty naturally. Yeah, but so you're you're doing you're doing two twenty plus a twenty that's already on there, right? Plus, plus maybe a Zigzagoon belt. Ping, plus Choice Belt, right? So now you're at what two forty, two fifty, two eighty. Not enough. Still not knocking anything out. <laughs> it's also got a V Star ability that puts four damage counters on there. Yeah. So and now you're at once you're hitting you're hitting three twenty. Bro, but yeah. it's two energies. That's, that's an efficient um, attack. Like that's insane. You just power well, it up with dark patch. Uh... Yo, that's crit. You know what else is a really efficient um, attacker that swings for two energy that does two twenty? That's not relevant. Victini. V Max. Thank you. It's not uh, the same, fair, bro. This has a this has a weakness. That I just want to let y'all know, Salt Lake. I hit a Victini V Max. Was it Cabo uh, Victini? Yeah, oh, he had God. a bad. Yeah, Ooh, <laughs> people uh, think that that deck is good. I think because uh, I've been hitting it all day on the ladder. Um, oh, I just hit it right I don't before I got on the pot. He did not want to run into you. <laughs> <laughs> 
bro, Hisui and Samurai is broken, bro. Uh, yeah. It's seeing a lot more play than Darkrai V-Star is, for sure. That's a fact. <laughs> but that doesn't matter, because Darkrai is going to really hone itself when it comes out of time. Bro, just that... a V-Star ability for Darkrai alone is busted. We're chilling. Not as good as Arceus. Free it's... double oh. search or free double dousing. Or either, because you could probably play both of them in the same deck. <laughs> That's, yeah, you just one or the other. If I could play both Computer Search and Dowsing Machine in my expanded decks and just only be able to play one during the game, that'd be the best case scenario. Uh, some other cards that came out, Beedrill V, it's not great. Um, so we're moving on. bad. Uh, well, so it's a main attack that you're going to do is... Swarming Sting, you do 50 times the number of Beedrill V you have in play to uh, to one of your opponent's Pokemon. So it doesn't have to be the active, but it caps out at 200. So take that for what you will. The other bad thing is, is it's grass, grass, colorless. So the energy commitment is really bad. So I don't know what you guys think about that. Uh, I think it's trash. Uh, in the same announcement, though, we got Hasui and Voltorb, which has a free attack. Um, that is Clipper Charge. It's one of those you can only use if you go second. So it's you can only use it on your first turn if you go second. Um, but you choose two up to two of your bench Pokemon, and for each of those Pokemon, you could search your deck for an energy and attach it to them. Bro, what if so, we just play Rillaboom, old Rillaboom with Beedrill V, and just start bopping the bench, bro? Is that a one prizer, Scott? Yeah, yeah. The Hisui and Voltorb is a one prizer. It's got fifty HP, which is also kind of, eh, you know, but but um, it's a basic. It's basic, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, so okay. it's, it's all basic energy, and it's a free attack, so you can play it in decks like that you don't attacks. play Grass Energy. The Electro's attacks are free too. Kind of cool. But is it only if you go second? Yeah, yeah. if you go if second on your first, on your turn, first turn, if you go second. Oh, after that, you can't use it anymore as a free attack. Right, exactly. No, you just probably scoop up net and pitch it at that point. If you're playing uh, scoop up nets in your deck, I'm just saying. Like, And <laughs> what more OG thing to do than to discard a grass Pokemon for your Ultra Ball? This one doesn't come back like Execute, but, you know, you could kind of relive Propagation Days, right? Um, sure. No? Okay. Sure. Moving on. Go ahead. Keep going. You're doing great. Yeah, I'm doing you. fantastic. No, but that's basically all the Pokemon that got revealed. So uh, let's let's go ahead and uh, talk about take... Death Wish Coffee. <laughs> Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I would not have made it through Las Vegas without Death Wish Coffee. And let me tell you why. It is the only coffee in the world that has a warning label. It is the highest, most potent caffeine you need, and it tastes freaking delicious i'm not i'm usually a guy i know i say i like my coffee black just like my metal but i am also a guy who likes cream and sugar but this coffee i don't drink it with cream and sugar i just drink it straight gets me ready through the day those long nights mixed with early days out in vegas Deathwish coffee was holding me down and you guys can get your own if you like k-cups grinded coffee beans the regular coffee beans merch whatever you guys need just hit the uh, affiliate link in the description below and yeah get you some death wish coffee i know scott drinks it all the time aaron's thinking about drinking coffee but he will and bean definitely drinks it even if he tells you he doesn't he does don't let him lie to you 
And if you hit us up at the B&B, you know we're going to have it when we're out in Indy. You know, I might actually, I might actually give away some in Indy. <laughs> Be like, hey, bro, you were up till two in the morning, and I know Maxlow said that nothing good happens after two a.m. You're gonna need some Death Wish coffee. We got you. All right, don't worry about it. Maybe I'll just give two K cups to every one of my opponents at Indy. That sounds fire, actually. <laughs> that's, it, that's it. You just go to them. You, hey, were you wishing for death? <laughs> Death wish coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, no, for real, for real. You just be like, you look kind of tired. And they're like, wow, bro, you don't ever say that. But you need some death wish coffee. Perks them right up. Oh, my gosh. That that kind of reminds me of, like, back in the Yu-Gi-Oh days, we would carry around a label, a ladle, like a like a big spoon. And when, like, because Yu-Gi-Oh is a lot more toxic than, than Pokemon. So, and we were kind of bad, but we would carry around a ladle. And like, when it came time to like our opponent to like give up, we would just bring out the ladle and lay it on the table and say, scoop phase. Um, I hate you. <laughs> you could have just brought an ice cream scooper. It's a little bit no, more No, it had to be the biggest ladle, ladle we could get at the Asian oh market, bro. Because those ladles are huge. That would <laughs> be a really star counter. That's <laughs> Starbirth. You get the annoying one from like Jurassic Park. You know the one that the Velociraptor was like sniffing. Yeah, no, just me. You just be no, like, yeah, just you. Starbirth. Yeah, dog. You were talking about the Velocicoaster. I got to bring up the Raptor too. You know, fair enough. So full circle, baby. Let's talk full Salt circle. Lake City, right? Yeah. Ah, yes. All right. All right. So, Bean, you're. Yeah new word to the game right you came you came during online time um the online era as it were uh how did it feel to play in your first sanctioned big event ah man it was awesome uh i'd played it like you know week before i played at the the card trooper 1ks up like you know top 8 110 people in standard top 8 30 people in expanded you know uh but that's that was very different from, you know, 680 people, however many. I think it was yeah, just, just short yeah. of 700, one way or the other. So, like, what what was the biggest difference from playing the smaller live events and the bigger online events, right? Like, nerves, yeah. like, what do you think it was just, like, the amount of people, the noise? Like, what was the hugest difference for you in playing in those events? Uh, I think the difference was... More like when I think higher higher skill on average and definitely like, you know, the top 10% of the room was like exponentially better players than than the bottom 90 when like it's smaller events. I don't think that's that's always the case or like a top 10% is like two dudes that are like, you know, just just showed up to, to sweep the floor with everybody, you know. But top 10% of India was like. 75 people in day two that like knew what they were doing. So knowing what you know now, do you think you'll like progress and you'll do better in indie or? Oh, for sure. Um, yes, yeah, I think there, there's been some advice from like all of, you know, all of the Pokemon podcasts had like the same advice to like do well to regional, which was, you know, take a good deck. I think I had a good deck. We'll talk about it. Uh, know the deck very well. Um, I did not, and have a good day. Uh, I did not have that either. 
<laughs> you did have a good day. You were at a Pokemon. I had Regionals. a great day. And yeah. then we'll talk about all the all the great games of GLC I played. <laughs> <laughs> how how was that? How was like having side events? Like, did you enjoy that those more than cool. the tournament? Or, uh, yeah, Sunday Sunday morning, uh, being off in the corner playing playing GLC was awesome. Uh, we had like thirty two people signed up. That's, how uh, did you did you win? Uh, I tied. I had one loss, which was tied for second, and I bubbled down to fifth. Oh, wow, so, man. wow. <laughs> That's, that's some bad resistance, bro. What, it was, yeah. One of the questions I have is like looking back on uh, Salt Lake City, other than changing your deck on what you would play, if that if you felt that way or not. Because I know every time I do horrible at a regionals, I always look at the boys and be like, yo, I should have played this deck instead, which it probably would have yeah. led to the same results. Were there any things that like you felt like you could improve upon that's not just gameplay related? Like, time management, you know, things like that? Or do you feel like you were ready to progress more into the big stage? I, if, if that question makes sense. Look, I'm rusty, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, I think I had it more or less down, honestly. Um, once once I was on the bottom tables, like, I was definitely the more experienced player than a lot of the locals I was playing against. Uh, no offense to them, but uh, it was pretty clear that, like, I was very prepared and they were just... There to have fun. They're 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 locals, you know? yeah, for sure. For <laughs> That's sure. fair. Um, I know because I asked that question because one of the big things I learned at Knoxville Regionals and that I always hold to me is time management. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a situation. I think Jeff Chris was next to me. Not a big deal. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That uh, meant that Jeff wasn't doing so great. No, he so was. He he was playing baby blounds, bro. Oh, that's his baby blown. Yeah, right. that was, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was the same run. Good. I was uh, three and one, just like he was, and I was up against a Greenzard player, and I, I could have pulled the win out if I knew when to scoop, as far as time management went on game two, and I was just wondering if you like learned any of those little tricks with stuff like that, or, you know, some of the mental aspects of playing in a mm-hmm. massive room of people. And then uh, another thing I wanted to know, and I guess both of you guys can chime in on this one, is like, how was the tournament ran? Like, with all the new protocols and stuff like that. And, like, I heard about the one guy who uh, <laughs> got escorted by the police <laughs> for VGC. The story was way overblown. That was not that was not a thing that happened. Bro, bro I heard like, about it. The way, so the it way really ha- yeah, we read the one story. Come on, dog. Let me have this. We're the propaganda podcast. Give it to me, bro. That's I'll, not I'll true. Allow the propaganda podcast. Allow don't, don't start that rumor. <laughs> I re- I, okay, I read an article no, about it. Was, yeah. No, it was honestly run pretty well, I think. Uh, I came in Friday, and I just, like, handed my COVID card. They gave me a wristband, and everything was good. Yeah, in terms of restrictions with vaccines and things like that, that was done fairly smoothly. Um, if you, I would definitely recommend moving forward, always checking in Friday night. If you try to check in on Saturday morning, it is not going to happen. Um, when me and Jose got there and checked just to find the front of the venue, took like an extra 30, 45 minutes because they were rerouting people around the convention center just where they all went to the exact same area to go. Cause not only they have to read you all of like the Pokemon stuff, they have to tell you, you know, I came in with a, 
a silky mask because I was like, okay, I'm going to be good. They're like, yo, you either wear two of those or a medical mask. So I had to go. I had to buy a medical mask, went in. Um, it was, I will admit, man, compared to other regionals, um, it was a bit, for lack of better words, tedious or annoying um which i know at the end of the day judges have to follow the restrictions po that's the pokemon company right it's that's why orlando's not happening because it ain't based by the state blah 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 political whatever um so in terms of the tournament being ran i think it was ran excellently um rounds were pretty quick um moving from one to the next was pretty easy it was easy to get checked in if you did it on friday night you were shown where to go. They read you your stuff. They checked your vaccination card. You had to bust out your ID, go through the process. They had security. Check the bags. Really quick, pause. Bosses order regional stamps. Delicious. Um, play four of those bad boys in your deck. Uh, the mat, beautiful. So it had good regional vibes to it. Um, there were definitely times uh, where it was like, uh, one thing that I would say moving forward as a player, um, and I know Bean was t talking a little bit about like what everyone in each podcast has said about play a good deck, make sure you know how to play it, yada, 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 right? Like the normal stuff. But I would say some of the more advanced things, the regional made it more difficult to do. So like when you're wearing masks, you're definitely dehydrated. And it's not just because I was a, you know, I'm a Florida boy going to Utah where one day we had a snowstorm, you know, my lips were super chapped. Um, but bro, like wearing my mask all day, there was times when like my throat, my mat, like I, and this is going to sound super like Karen, but there were times where I actually was like, dude, I can like barely breathe. And I would pull down my mask to get a sip of water and a judge would come over and be like, hey, you can't drink water over here. Like, you have to go to the feeding area. So there was a particular area where we had to eat, drink, kind of do everything. Where we were, It was an allocated area where we wouldn't wear masks and stuff like that. Um, and even in day two, when there was barely anyone in the venue, they were very strict about those particular things. So it made it a little bit more difficult. Um, I know something that Michael Pram and, and I know Jimmy P back in the day used to always say is like, dude, when you wake up and you come to these tournaments, not only do you want to make sure you have a good deck and you're confident and whatever, but you want to make sure it's like a test. You have to go nine rounds thinking constantly. You want to make sure you're eating snacks, drinking water, right? That you have a, like a, a string bag so you're not putting too much weight on your back. When you're not playing Pokemon for 50 minutes, make sure you're standing and walking around. And so it made it a little bit harder to do those things because even when you wanted to go and talk with your friends, it was like, hey, you know, make sure that you're distancing from everybody and da 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 da, -da. So it was ran well. I will say overall, definitely a good experience and really, and no offense to them, but the bar is also kind of low. We haven't had a real regional in what, two and a half years. Just, just put a person in front of me and give me some cards. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost two years to the day, right? Since, uh, almost since last one got canceled. As February 28th was the last one. Uh, oh, the one that got, that uh, it was like a couple days off from the one that got canceled, I think. Yeah, yeah. To Toronto. It's Toronto, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah, Hunter, I was, I was actually uh, in Orlando, playing at a locals in Orlando for my birthday, and uh, Hunter Butler was like 
running around trying to make it to the airport to go to Toronto and then came back in was like they canceled Toronto. And I'm like, well, lucky you weren't there because they just closed the border, too. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we were all joking around. I still remember we were all joking around. We're like, COVID's not that bad. Like, COVID's not serious because they haven't shut down Disney. And then like five minutes after we said that, Disney was like, hey, we're closing. And we're like, fuck, I got to get home. I thought I was going to get stuck in Orlando. I didn't know what was going on. It was like an apocalypse. <laughs> And right. here I am playing uh, Alolan Ninetales ADP. My my man Scott was like, I ain't canceling the B and B. I canceled the B and B for Charlotte. I was like, okay, we're not going to Charlotte, boys. Shout out to that B and B guy though, because he gave me my money back without uh, Airbnb telling him to. Because Airbnb hadn't done that thing where they were giving money back or whatever. But I basically just messaged him. Was like, look we can't travel there. It's canceled. I, I don't know what to do. Your, your cancellation policy says this, but like, uh, you know, I'd like it a little bit more than like half my money back. Cause that was his cancellation party you know, policy. And he's like, no, a hundred percent. I'm following what's going on. He's like, here's all your money. Um, B and B is going to contact you saying, did he refund you? I just need you to click. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> so no, okay. Clicks no. <laughs> no chance, but, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so so my big question here, right? Did did those policies extend to outside? Because like I haven't talked to anybody, but like a lot of the you know, if you're a smoker or somebody who partakes in vaping or whatever, that like I was worried for people like that, right? Because, you know, it's already nerve wracking to play and a lot of people need nicotine um for whatever reason to like get over that. So I was worried that they were gonna like kick people like you had to be X number of feet away from the venue in order for these policies not to no, like during lunch, they had this one food truck, one, one food truck. Um, and you literally had like 500 people go there with it, bro. There were a bunch of people who literally finished their games in like two seconds and walked 15 minutes to get into downtown Salt Lake just to get some burgers and fries and then walk 15 minutes back. That that like sounds like a normal regional, bro. <laughs> so it. It was definitely that vibe, um, but dude, you could tell once people got outside, they were like, Ugh, ripping masks off, getting ready, talking. But it was a good feel, man. It was amazing to be back. Yeah. That's How awesome. many people that wore glasses took their glasses off mid-game, every <laughs> single game? I, I didn't see any. That was fine. I didn't oh. see any either. I, maybe it's just because I have this big ski slope of a nose, but like I can't play with a mask and my glasses on because they fog up and I already can't see oh, like yeah, shiny bro. cards anyhow. So I just have to play blind the whole time. So if you've played me back in the day and you know that playing like the the like rainbow rares or whatever, like I can't see them, I can't read them. Just know that if you're sitting across from me, I'll have my glasses on the ready just in case you throw down a rainbow rare. But um, I'm back to that. I'm not playing with glasses because I can't read them. So, huge positive, and I'll say this: spacing is amazing. Every yeah. table only had two games. I saw really? that. I saw pictures oh, yeah. of that. Each table it was it was, it was two awesome. games on each one. It was and it was amazing. I I'm not gonna lie. Pokemon should have done that like ten years ago. Yeah. Like. It, Great, bro! I could put my deck box, my map. I could put my backpack, like off like, the old Liver table. Like, like Liverpool ran out of space because they just didn't have a big enough venue. But like Salt Lake, we could have fit in a couple hundred more people. Easily, that's insane. Yeah, like what? I think it was Knoxville. The yeah, Knoxville. Maybe it was Collinsville. But I remember like walking 
through the bottom tables and being like, yeah, I got to do good. Because like the higher up in the tables you went, the more space you had. So I remember walking by the bottom tables. was like, yeah, I got to win because I'm not sitting there. Like there's no chance. Super, man, super. No more space. No more like shoulder to shoulder. Like, you know, you hit someone's elbow and accidentally draw an extra card. <laughs> like your play mats are overlapping the other players' play mats. And like your deck box is on the ground. Bro, that's which how you show dominance, bro. All my dice are there. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you show dominance. Put your playmat over everybody else's. Oh my god. So, right. There was none of that. There was none of that. Pokemon, they put in a good amount. Like, dude, juniors, I think top 16 all walked away with like two boxes and stuff like that. Um, seniors was good. Like, the prize support, they paid out all 74 players in terms of prizing, not in terms of uh, money. Um, and then the setup for like the stream, it was like IC level. Well, oh, I mean, it was the on. same people. It was oh, the same people. So. It was the same people, but it wasn't quite IC, dog. That shit looked unreal. And their <laughs> and their cardboard tables, like that looked. Oh, amazing. dude, they're in real life. It, like all the cardboard stuff, like cuts off at a certain place, but on the it looked. It was pristine. I enjoyed it. Aside from like, you know, the judges not catching anything on stream, but yeah. I don't know. Turtle after like it, <laughs> it's built. It looks like it's built to look more impressive in person than like, and like on stream, you can kind of tell that the tables are just like a little bit too big, or like their active Pokemon are like oh yeah, like, yeah, like people are reaching <laughs> all the way across. Like yeah, that's always worried me with those like thinner tables you know because i'm reaching across to grab my opponent's deck or uh, discard and like if i lean the wrong way like it's going to be wwe and that table's going to collapse 100 percent guaranteed being <laughs> the guy who sits on the right side having to put your deck on and discard on the left are they kind of do they match are they match yeah they do it it was because yeah. the well, price cards are on the same side right? oh if you the cameras the, are both on the same side yeah a lot oh, of them the was... one, oh, yeah, I remember the guy oh, that, saying that. Uh, that triggered well, me the whole time, bro. Who said that in the interview? Was it was it the guy who won? I think it was, right? Yeah, Andrew. The Cal one that was like, yeah, I uh, I drew an extra card. I'm not left-handed. I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that makes sense. And now it all makes sense because I was like, not left-handed. That's the weirdest excuse I've ever heard. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, before we get into the actual tournament reports for each one of you guys, let's go ahead and take a break. And uh, I got to go grab some more Death Wish, so... Uh, we'll get right back to it. Man, there's a tournament tonight. Two-pack entry? Bro, I don't have any codes right now. Like, this bro. is terrible. Yo, what's up, bro, man? Bro, why don't you just go to ptcgostore.com? What, what's that? Oh, it's only the best place to buy codes online right now. You haven't heard of it? No, 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 no. Oh, I've never, bro, you I've gotta go on there. You got to go on there, bro. And guess what? You can get a discount. Oh, I can get a discount, dog? Oh, is it? Is it like that promo code thing? Like, I yeah. think I heard like FlowTcast, F-L-O-W-T-K-A-S-T. You can enter yeah, it there? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Oh. Enter it in the promo code spot and you get 5% off. 5% off. That's insane deal, guys. Check out ptcgostore.com. Enter that code FlowTcast and get your 5% off now.
Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. All right. So the 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 talking about Salt Lake ran a little long. We didn't even get to these guys' individual tournament reports, right? So uh, we suck. started with. I'm just kidding. Uh, first I'm of all, fly, I'm playing. I'm playing. Chill, all, <laughs> me and you stuck because we didn't go. Like we had our own little vacations. Like things are more important than playing Pokemon. I don't know what the hell's bro, wrong with us. I suck because I lost $400, bro. They're doing yeah. right. <laughs> and you didn't even win like a buffet or hotel say. You literally took none of my Vegas advice. Like I didn't used to live there. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. You, you gave you me none wrong. of those advices, but I, well, I probably did I when did, I was drunk one day. I did have two in and out twice and Raising Cane's and yeah. Hash House of Goku. Hey. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah. two of those restaurants are good. Uh, I'll let you decide which one's not. Um, all right. So we started with Justin. Let's start with Aaron, right? So how did your run go? What did you play? What would you have changed about your list? Uh, if you choose to tell us that and, um, yeah, where did you fuck up? Because you fucked up. I know you fucked oh, up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, I played Malamar best deck in format, best one prizer at least. Uh, it smacks Mew and every other card in existence except the hated Jolteon. Um, and so I spoke with some of the teammates, talked to them. A bunch of them were like, "Don't play Mali. You you play too slow." Some of them were like, "Dude, Jolteon's dead. Don't even worry about it." Um, so I ended up pulling the trigger on Mali. Uh, I love the 59. Literally just ripped the 59 from Tord um, and then took out the quick ball and for like five days wondered what that 60th card would be. Um, I tried like three, four, five different things. And Friday night, I sent out some text messages and we're like, here's the five options. Everyone pick one. And then in the morning, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to play great ball. Um, and it did so much worse than I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> It should have just been a quick ball, bro. Uh, quick ball, also terrible. Oh. Uh, really don't want to discard any rapid strike mons or anything that grabs them with a quick ball. Um, so I don't like quick ball either. I think uh, I think Shumway, uh, another online big player and now just a, a beast of a player, um, he did it right. He just put in the stadium, which I thought about that, but in a deck that plays four scoop up net, I don't think you really need it. Um, but yeah, so day one, I ended up going 6-2-1. Uh, I lost against Jolteon round one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I literally told this man that he was not ever going to hit Jolteon. Nobody was going to be stupid enough to play Jolteon in this. I told him that if he played Manaphy in his list, it would be a dead card. Um, mm -hmm. And then he hit Jolteon round one. So I'm in, in line. In all fairness, from... it's the, the other rounds that would have been a dead card. So actually, at the end of the entire tournament run, um, I think Manaphy would have been more successful than assumed, not just because of Jolteon or Rapid Strike or whatever, but because majority of Arceus players or anyone who plays Inteleon in their deck, and you may have, might have even noticed it in the top eight, a lot of people are relying on shady dealings to do some bench damage or to clean up. Yeah. So Manaphy protects you from that. Um, and so there were a lot of situations against um, Inteleon players, especially in day two, where they set that up on me, and Manaphy would have been a huge benefit. Um, and it's funny, because like, you never think about it, but just for that 20, it would have made a big difference. Um, so you know, I'll throw that out there, and if you bite, that's on you. Um, so day one was pretty smooth. Uh, lost my first round, then tied my second round by hitting the mirror. Uh, and I asked my opponent, I was like, so what did you hit round one? He was like, I hit Jolteon. 
Oh, God. So I was like, okay. Um, so we tied, uh, even though I tried to play super fast. Um, and then uh, game three, I don't remember what I played, uh, but I won. Game four, I won. Um, round five, I hit Jose Marrero playing the legendary Rayquaza VMAX. Um, and then I beat him. Uh, well, yeah, I guess technically I beat him. Um, and then I lost well, my round. Technically. Well, we could have tied, but Jose didn't slow play or anything like that. He's just a good player, good guy. So, um, and then I hit uh, the Raikou electric box deck that you guys saw probably on stream. And I literally went like Remoraid past two games in a row. It was pretty tough. Uh, I think I would have struggled either way because he played Vika Vault. Um, but that match technically is pretty good um, if the Vika Vault doesn't destroy my life. Uh, and then I won the last three going against Duraladon, Suicune, and then hit a Mew VMAX player. Um, made day two. Day two was lots of fun. Um, I won my first game. Uh, I hit Mew VMAX, easy wax. Um, and then I hit the mirror again against Kaplan. Um, and he just destroyed me. I went double Remoraid pass again, um, and he smacked me. And then I went against, I think it was Robinson, and he was playing the Arceus and Teleon Gyarados deck. And we went into game three. It was extremely intense. I was trying to figure out if he prized his quick shooting because he had set up this cool prize count. Like, he put the damage all over the boys, whole thing. Um, and I bossed, and he drew and passed. And then I think I made a huge misplay by knocking out his Drizzile because then the very next turn he won the game. Um, and then pretty much my day two, I ended up going 2-3. All three of my losses were against great players, John Ang, Robinson, Kaplan. Um, everybody else I pretty much took down. Um, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to get the, you know, the placement that I wanted. Um, but hey, you know, learn from it, grow from it, uh, and go from there. What's the most important part about you making day two that the entire team forgot and that you had to remind us about? I don't you got your entry oh, back. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Worlds. Going yeah, to Worlds. he got his invite. Oh. He needed yeah, I thought you got your... to get his invite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you got your entry back. Oh no, was... no. oh, no, you have to top 32. You didn't do that. Exactly. Scrum. Which is crazy. Uh, John Ang, when I lost to him in round five, he got 26th or 29th, uh, which I may have gotten because my, my resistance was just as good, if not better. So, oh, um, you did get, Congrats on getting your Worlds invite, bro. We going to London, boys! We oh, leave for that. I was like, there's no way I whiff it. I'm 15 points short. But you're right, no challenges or cups. So, Well, that's alright, dude. I'm winning Indy and Jersey and NAIC, and I'll have my world invite. That's all I got to do, bro. That's it. I will say, I did get that sneak peek on the Flycon Sandaconda deck, man, uh, on Friday night before the tournament, and I just could not pull the trigger. Yeah. I understand. Bro, that leaked real quick because I wasn't even there. And like, I started getting messages about have I heard this list from other people that I know weren't there that don't even know the same people I know. Like, I was getting like, so I, you guys don't know him. He's a local guy, right? But my friend Matt was like, have you heard about this list? They're playing it tomorrow. And I was like, how do you know about this? Like, <laughs> oh my God. I got the sauce when I uh, was at the airport. So I got, yeah. 
Well, I, I told you about my version and Frank Perchick's version of the list that they uh, started with to build their Sandaconda list. Crazy. It, it all happened at the airport and then went up from there. <laughs> so let's hear your side of things, Bean. How'd, how'd your, uh, right, your day uh, one and then your, your, your... We'll just go ahead and play out your GLC too because you didn't have uh, a day two. So, uh, so I played uh, Arceus Flygon Beedrills with the 1-1 Urshifu VMAX, which is it's so much fun to play like it's got answers for everything um it's just really hard to play and i don't think it was my day as well like i've taken worse decks than this to locals and like just gone 4-0 like <laughs> i can play bad decks i can play good good weird decks but uh yeah so so round one we hit this pokey dad plan duraludon which is one of those decks worst matchups like your Flygon can your Flygon plus some more damage can one shot. Yeah, yeah, Flygon can plus a choice belt can one shot a Drowl on VMAX, which is pretty sick. Uh, so you have some ideas, you know, your Urshifu VMAX, you Gale Thrust it with a basic energy, you clean up afterwards with the with the rapid flow. There's sort of a plan there. I hadn't gotten it down because I played maybe 20 games with the deck at this point um so then so round one or, or game one i just sort of lose it it's fine we go to game two game two you know my board sets up great i hit in this Duraludon, and this pokey dad hits the double turbo hyper pot combo and just sauces me so so that's round one um round two i hit uh I think a, I think a very very good player who'd been playing a while on uh, Ar uh, Arceus Ice Rider. Also, not a great matchup. Uh, he's got a lot of basic energy. The bees don't like that. Uh, but I uh, game one I actually roll him. Game two I'm setting up perfectly and I end up drawing like an extra card off Marnie. Just like you know, stupid early in the day things. Take the double prize and just kind of draw past game three so it's o2 come back to gengar round three and smoke the guy like th this deck wants to play gengar <laughs> that, is, that is by far the best matchup so three rounds going to lunch one two no big uh and then yeah just from there i'm, I'm playing against locals um and some games go all right some games i Dunsparce pass against a Mew. Just, just in, a little bit inconsistent. Just not my day. Uh, understanding when when I need to just like draw out of things or your optimal plays with the deck. But that's did you, fair. Did you play the? Did you uh, drop or did you play the whole event? No, I played all nine rounds. Um, did you? I was still functional at the end. Uh, game nine was actually the one we tied because we didn't hear them say start. We just ran out of time. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so like that—that's an important thing. Like especially if you haven't played many regionals, or for actually for everybody, because we had none of us have played regionals in like two years. Uh, if you're going to regional, you're paying a lot of money to play. First of all, yeah. Uh, you're paying a lot of money to fly there. Second of all, right? Play some Pokemon. Like. Mm -hmm. Don't drop. Like oh, I understand yeah. why you would want to. Like if you're frustrated or tilted or whatever, or if you just don't like your deck 
choice or whatever the case may be. But yeah. I always tell everybody, even if you drop from the main tournament, go immediately to the side events. Like you're there to play Pokemon. Enjoy yourself playing Pokemon. You paid way too much money yeah. not to do it. Yeah, but um, I, and I, you're not I didn't want to drop. The, you're not going to get the experience or the the like feeling of the whole thing. You know, you're not. It, let's yeah. say next regional you have a good day and you're like six and zero oh going into round seven, but now you're tired and you've never played nine rounds straight. Then you just lose the three and you still don't make day two, right? So get the experience under your belt. Play it out. Yeah, no, I, I I wanted to play it out. I I like the deck. Uh, I thought I thought I could win my way back to a to a winning record in the day at least, but uh, alas. <laughs> to, to be the devil's advocate, though, you got your squad that you haven't seen in two years, and they all drop, and you trying to hit the bar with the boys and the ladies. Maybe uh, true. You paid money to go do that too, so uh. I don't know, man, because this the prizing in the side event for this regional. Because uh, there is that too. Pretty nice. <laughs> Heather Heather pointed out, and this was true back in Collinsville. Heather pointed out that the prizing for the side events has always been good. We just haven't watched it because <laughs> she she dropped like round two and just played side events, and like she got us a lot. I don't know if you remember round that or two. not. <laughs> Like, cause she doesn't. So, like, here's the thing about Heather: she likes going to events and stuff like that, but she doesn't necessarily like being that competitive, right? So, people take it too seriously in the tournament for her. But she also paid money to go play Pokemon, so she's like, "Well, let me go play Pokemon." And she just played side events. And I don't know if they had the ticket system like they did in Salt Lake City or whatever, but they had that in Collinsville when we went. And like, you played a tournament, you got tokens or whatever the case is and then if you won you got more tokens and we walked away with like four boxes because she was just like taking second in these like four person pods and like she played like six or seven of them by the time i finished my ninth round and or i think i dropped at like seven because i'm a hypocrite and i tell you to play mile out and i don't play them all out because i want to drink with the boys but like we ended up with like a whole lot more than you know, we would have gotten otherwise. So just, mm -hmm. I don't know, play Pokemon. You're there to play Pokemon. And if your squad is a squad, they're probably doing much better than you are. And they're going to make day two anyhow. So just play it out. <laughs> yeah, Bet was... in, Better believe 80% of the squad is making day two. Oh, 100%. 100%. Mm -hmm. I'll even say that, bro. If I, <laughs> I'm ready, dog. <laughs> people, bro, for indie, people are itching. Oh, I'm... I'm... <laughs> I'm straight addict mode right now. I'm I'm ready to go. Like, yeah, seeing all the Twitter posts and everything of everybody's like tournament results. You know, follow mm -hmm. follow my record and all this stuff. And then the live stream. I'm sitting there. I'm like, let's Brisbane go. Let's go. Has gotten our, our whole squad so hype that we literally have a pokemon playtesting slumber party and we literally have people coming from like south florida up to orlando <laughs> yeah so let's go you, I, I think you guys need to understand the hype behind this so the team as a whole haven't got together to play pokemon or talk about pokemon in the group chat in four years so competitive play hasn't been around for two years right but for the two years prior the group chat was not about we had to make separate group chats to talk about playtesting. Now this is the first time that our team chat has been like actual playtesting and like people talking about decks and nobody's talking about 
anything else. As a matter of fact, I bet if you put a meme in there right now, you'll get kicked out of the chat instantaneously. It's, it's actually insane. Man. I love it. I love the hype. I love that other people are hyped for it. Uh, the party at our B&B is going to be absolutely insane. All of us will be there. Um, um, and by party, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a Flow TK party, but uh, realistically, we know how to get down. But also, when it comes to playtesting, we just stay up till 3 in the morning and playtest. Um, drink or not. You need to stay up till past... You can't stay up till past 2 a.m., bro. Because you'll get your eighth gaming playmat messed up. Guys, I'm sorry. SLC, I was in bed by 10.30. I have to tell you guys about this. Inked Gaming. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. But it's where you get your custom accessories. It's the best place for all your gaming needs. Bean likes custom playmats. I literally gave him my top 8 custom playmat. Because he loved it. That's my guy. Scott Steckley likes custom playmats. The team has Team Scythe custom playmats. I got custom playmats, and you get them at Inked Gaming. You can get dice, deck boxes, mouse pads, playmats, whatever you need customized. You can get it at InkedGaming.com, and you can use our affiliate link in the description below to help us out and to help the homies out because regionals are back full swing, and you got to rep your brand or your favorite art or whatever it is, and you can do that at Inked Gaming. Am I right or am I right? 100% right. Hopefully, my playmat comes in on time, because yeah. I got a fire level ball playmat. Let's go. Because you know how to do what? know What's yeah, the best you know format how, to how play? I feel about level ball. You know how I feel about level ball. So, well, you know, the Flow TK playmat has always been level ball. This new one is, you know, because I've been playing that since before. I got invited to be part of Team Scythe. Um, so this new one is uh, representing all my different aspects. I got the Flow TK. I got the Flow T cast information on there. I got the Flow T cast colors, but I got the Scythe logo on the level ball. I mean, we're talking next level I need so design here. How many level balls are you planning on playing at uh, Indy? Uh, at Indy? All of them, actually. If I could play 60 level balls, I'd play 60 level balls. There's definitely four in the list that, as of right now, I'm taking. Oh, oh. you know what we forgot to talk about? What's that? Beans GLC tournament update. Let me hear it. I was about to tell you about the best uh, format to play on your level ball playmat, which is Gym Leader Challenge. <laughs> All right. So how'd that tournament go, Bean? You tied for... Oh, that was pretty great. So Friday, uh, Friday, I get the first... Uh, GLC side event going and 3 that easy. Nice. Won a couple packs. Uh, I got all four stage twos in my deck set up at the same time against against a homie. How, how, what, wait. What, what, yeah, type, so, hold what on. type were you playing? So I'm playing? I'm playing grass all weekend. So real quick. Yeah. So you can only play one of each Pokemon in your deck, right? Correct. One of each card, right? Yes. So you can only play one rare candy. Yep. How did you ma manage to get four stage four stage twos, three stage twos, four stage twos, four stage twos set up? Period in a Sceptile, game. Rillaboom, uh, Torterra, and what's the other one? Venusaur. 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 So uh, both the Grovile and the Grodel have abilities to get out more grass Pokemon. So between like Turfield Stadium and those two. You just explode grass things onto your board. 
it's it's disgusting when it when it gets rolling. That's pretty hype. So in GLC, you can't like knock anything out turn two. Uh, you can. I mean, you can if you play something that can, like the Thunderous Assault Zapdos turn one. Turn one, Elsa Sparkles. <laughs> uh, you you could play one Elsa Sparkle for one Fusion Strike energy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, one if then, you really then, wanted to. And then attach a Psychic Energy and uh, do seventy. <laughs> <laughs> or with Muscle Band to, a, to a no. No, no rule boxes. You're gassing up like a. Uh, let's see, the Deoxys is three. No, Meloetta. Meloetta. Okay, yeah, yeah, Meloetta yeah. for seventy. There you go. There uh, you I go. wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't going nuts. Meloetta's going wild out here. Yeah, wild for seventy. <laughs> turn and two. Let's go with a muscle band, bro. You're doing ninety. Oof. That is a. Play you can make. Plus power, bro. One and then plus ten. Psychic has so many other good cards, man. Bro, <laughs> how is that format? What's that? Haymaker. Wait, I don't know what's legal. How far back does it go? Black and uh, white. Yeah, we're using expanded, expanded rules. Oh, okay, okay. Plus a couple of choice bands. Not not everything from expanded is banned. Oh. Oh. Like so, yeah. uh, horse, giant plants used to make grass even uh, even more goaded. Wait, there was a time when Force of Giant Plants was legal in GLC? Yeah, uh, Torterra and Grotal actually got it banned because you could um, just like Force of Giant Plants up to your Torterra, like turn two, with like a couple of evolved things on board and just like hit for 150 damage. Like, is nothing. I, I don't think there should be ever a format where I don't think that card should have ever existed, period. So. Probably not. But no. when it existed, it was fair. Uh, no, oh, yeah, well, moving on. They also banned Lysander Trump card because it's also Bro, not fair. Yeah, even Lysander when Death Trump. play it, it wasn't that good. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway Sunday, well, while Aaron, Aaron, Aaron was playing day two on Sunday, we got thirty-two people signed up for for GLC, including uh, Mr. Mahone himself. Ooh, oh, that's what's yeah. up. Oh, you yeah, got on a video fun. too, didn't you? I did, yeah. I, I played against against while we were waiting for signups. Uh, got clapped by the thunderous assault Zapdos I mentioned. You just go like attach swing for ninety against my my lone Bulbasaur active or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> donked me. <laughs> wow, so you get donked in that game. That's wild. You can. <laughs> I mean, there's like two Pokemon total that can do it. I think maybe three. Yeah, right? Hoopa, Hoopa, and Zapdos. Hoopa, Zapdos. And Moltres. And Moltres. Uh, yeah. You just need the Yeah, you need the one stadium. Yeah, you just need to find the one of stadium. Find the one of stadium and get a fire and energy discard. And the Moltres active. One card that lets you flip two coins and grab a stadium. Yeah, stadium nav. Yeah. Look at you, bro. No big deal. You have two outs out of 60 to find your card. You're going to get it every time on turn one. Every time. Like four supporters, one ofs that all search for a stadium. <laughs> you play Guzmahala Stadium now. You, your goal is to donk. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You can always play the one of Pow Pad, one of Tag Call, one of Cramomatic. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. We are in there, boys. He said Cramomatic. Every single game, bro. That's what I anyway, like to hear. Anyway. I went 4 1 on Sunday because grass is cracked. Yeah. I won like six more packs. 
I mean, if you can get four stage twos out at the same time in a format where you can only play one of every Pokemon, mm-hmm. that sounds pretty busted. Not going to lie to you. So, well, I'm congratulations. A- I'm glad that you uh, did well in G- GLC, and I'm glad you... I- I'm going to say you did well, even in the main tournament, can, all things considered. I mean, first regional, you played 20 games with the deck before you win. Um, I've done worse with more playtesting and I, you know, I've done worse a lot of times with everything. Right. So Scott, um, so chosen to do worse when he should have done better. <laughs> all right. All right. I played Gengar one time. Calm down. All right. I'll never live that down. If, if the meta, so that was oh a complete God. meta call. Or, if the meta or, was what I called it to be. I would have won the regional. You also played Blagephalon when it was broken. And I chose okay. not to make day two. I didn't choose Oof. not to. Well, yeah, I did. But that <laughs> wasn't that that wasn't my deal either. Like that was uh, bro. All right. So I, go, I don't know if I've ever told this story, but it's a terrible story. And like, let's just face it, like I was having an okay run, and then I hit the situation that I don't ever want to be in again. Um, and I didn't know how to handle it. So I got the game over as quickly as I knew how, and that was to basically give the man my win without like letting him know that I did. And then it went downhill from there. So um, it is what it is. Uh, but not just, this 80% day 80%. two. I don't care if you're dying neck across from me. I'm, I'm going to win that game. You, you better, you better drop because I'm not going to, that's how it is. Really quick, really quick. I just want to talk about my round nine opponent really fast. He was amazing, amazing opponent. I guess his uh, his cards that were hollows like were super bent, so the judges actually took energies and wrote like Ludicolo um, GCA three and oh, no. actual proxies. Let's go. I mean, that's what they're supposed to do, but I, I feel like Ludicolo would be one of those cards that they would just make you go buy after the round's done. It was just funny. I like. I had to pick up his proxies and be like, what is this? <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of that, before we, before we move on to the, the end of the show here, uh, there was a, there was a little bit of a, a little bit of a thing that happened with top eight. I'm sure you guys heard of it, right? EQ. Um, this was not an article. This has actually happened. <laughs> this actually, it actually happened. happened. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a DQ in top eight. Now we won't go into the, necessity of it or what happened or i just mentioned it because of this right because the the guy in question came out and he like basically gave his side of things and whatever side of the fence you're on it's irrelevant right he got dq'd for marked cards um and it was because i guess there was fingernail marks on the sleeves so hear me out guys at that level of play any seeming advantage that you have that is not legal is going to get you got. So if it was a complete accident, it still doesn't make it not good. You know what I mean? So like a prime example is way back in the day, the reverse hollows used to bow and there was, there was a fair amount of people that I know were doing it on purpose, but there was also a fair amount of people that had no idea, but they were accidentally choosing the reverse hollows over their regular arts because they were bowed out. So it was basically like marking a card without even 
without even knowing it, right? And a couple people got caught doing that accidentally, on purpose, whatever the case is. Right? Same thing, right? It doesn't matter if it's accidental or not. If they're marked, they're marked. If they're different than your other cards, they're different. Watch yourself. If you notice that you see a fingernail mark on your sleeve, change it out right then and there. Just be like, hey, there's a mark on my sleeve. You mind if I change it out to your opponent? 100% they're going to let you because that's how it goes. If they don't call a judge, have the judge do it for you. Carry extra sleeves with you. It doesn't matter if you bought them for the tournament or not. Don't get got. Yep. Dude, either if you're going to bling, bling all the way or don't bling at all. That's it. And you're approved. You know, you can you can win the whole tournament with the ETB sleeves they give you for free. <laughs> that's that's uh, true. I don't know if I can because I couldn't shuffle I, those I, all day I, long. I, I can't shuffle that. those either. I don't know how the man did it. I mean, <laughs> like I would actually have hand cramps. Like I couldn't. It's not that I couldn't win. I couldn't play because I couldn't move my hands after having to shuffle those ETB sleeves all day long. Oh, up out here. Also, pro tip. They took away the timers. Well, that's always been a that's always been a uh, organizer option. Yeah. Oh, the so, clock, the clock. Yeah, on, yeah. Just, oh, okay. Just because it wasn't yeah. here at Salt Lake doesn't mean it won't be at Indy or whatever. Like, so you may or may not have a timer. Um, if there is a timer, if you notice there's a timer when you walk in, always be the first one to your seat because you want the better seat to look at the timer. That there's the pro tip for you. <laughs> All right, last thing. Um, we do got to talk about what this regionals means going forward and what we think uh, Liverpool is going to look like for our European players. We oh, yeah. talk about that. That's a, that's the thing. So, Aaron. Um, UV Max is dead. <laughs> that's bold. God. Jeez, remember when you used to say, this is why we don't invite you on the pod anymore. You say Victini's bad when it's good. You say Mew VMAX is dead when it's obviously... What is wrong Shut with that? Shut the hell up, bro. Well, we were talking about this no. earlier. My man, my man took the pan off the stove for his hot take and just slapped us in the face with it. That's what just happened. Oh, my jeez. All right, so no. on that note... I ever say... Oh, you- <laughs> I'm out. I'm going right, back no, to Vegas. Seriously. I'm going back to Vegas. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm joshing. I'm joshing. MuV Max is not dead. Um, some people are saying, oh, MuV Max, you know, it just didn't show up because, like, no good players played it. Boy, Caleb mm-hmm. Getter played it. Azul played it. Like, some fire players played MuV Max. Majority of the meta dude was literally. Gengar heavy or dark heavy. Forty percent of day two was still Mew. Like, well, yeah, but day one there was a plethora of Gengars and dark decks and hard counters and Mali all over the place. So, of course, we all know Mew went in with a target on its back. Um, going into, I didn't the- play it. <laughs> yeah, like that's why I chose to play Arceus deck because I've been playing Mew for three months. Like. Yeah, I'm pretty okay at it, but I didn't want to play nine hour, nine rounds of that. Yeah, and one of my friends who uh, was right under Caleb Gedimer made top 16. Shout out to Nixon. Um, dude, he did phenomenal, and he literally wanted to play like three other decks, and he was like, no, nah, I'm just going to fall back on MuV Max because I feel comfortable in the mirror. He smashed every single mirror the entire day. And Shout so, out to him being the yeah. complete opposite of me because I can't win a mirror to save my life. 
Yeah. <laughs> out of it, he even said, he was like, I won the coin flip. <laughs> That's the meme here is you better win the coin flip. Yeah. And so, dude, I think Movie Max, it's good, has a target on his back. Doesn't mean it's bad. Um, I think Brisbane showed how strong it can be. And I think Salt Lake just showed how crazy creative this meta is right now and what we can be doing with so many decks. Um, and I think going into this weekend and then going into Germany, we're going to see a lot of decks that are on the DL start to rise up and show that, hey, even though we're tier 1, 1. 1.5, we can still compete with the big dogs depending on the shifts in the nature of the meta. Because now, people aren't going to play Mew VMAX because they're like, oh my gosh, Gengar's everywhere. And then you're going to have something crazy like, I don't know, Rapid Strike, um, Earth, Top 8. Yeah, I think like if Limitless wanted to show up with me Vmax and win, like they probably could. Like, I, I, there's nothing telling me that Mew can't win the next event. Like, yeah, it still can. Even even if people are like, I want, I don't want to say sleeping on it, but like the general consensus is like I've seen a lot of posts that were like, oh, it's dead now because it's been figured out like how to beat it, and it's like. That's not how this works, bud. Like, the second, still the second that you don't I, account for Mu V Max, yeah, Mu V Max wins. That that's yeah. how that's how good that deck is. The second that you don't take Mu V Max into consideration, Mu V Max wins. Yep, I think the two decks to watch out for that are either going to top four or win this next regional, Dark Arceus or the real sleeper pick, Malamar. I could see I could see Malamar winning an event. I don't see Dark why not. Darkius is definitely definitely a deck that's that fire. That deck is me and Max for how many days before SLC? Bro, I that I don't remember if we said it on the pod earlier if it was before, but yeah, me and Aaron. Aaron can attest. He's right there. We were on the phone call while I was heading to the card shop. Shout out Poke Collect. And uh we were like, yo, how do we fit a Zapdos in this thing? If we, if that's all we need to do is gonna be perfect. Yeah. Let alone do with them body. Yeah. With it, with the Zapdos. Yeah. The yep. Like they figured it out. You guys didn't. They. Well, I they didn't have to, to, bro. I didn't have I to. Know. I wasn't going. Yeah, <laughs> bro. If you would have figured it out, you would have flown there instead of Vegas. One hundred percent. I'm pretty sure Ian Rob just took the original sixty, shook it up, and was like, "Whatever card drops out, I'm just gonna cut that for Zapdos." And an RCS V Star came out, and he was like, "I." Right. I bet. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was the Hoopa. The Hoopa got cut out for the Zapdos. Yeah. Really? Credit, yeah. Nick Moffat, too. He, he and he, he and, and that together. He started for something, too. Was no, it the Cape? No, it was, you only play a 2 2 line. No, he played a 2 1. No, he didn't. He played 2 2. He cut out a Inteleon for a Pull Pal Pad. Uh, he played a 2 2 line. What was the other gentleman? One of them played a 2 1. <laughs> Nick cut one of the shady dealings in Teleon, but they played the same uh, Arceus line. That was, was the only difference. Sa- it was yeah. the same fifty nine. No, no one played one Arceus V Star. That'd be yeah. You're, you're trash. Trash. It's fine. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but they took the hoop out for the Zapdos. Uh, they cut a Dark Energy, which we talked about doing. I love the Wood Water Energy one fighting energy. That's so good. Too good. Yeah, we we. We talked about cutting a dark energy. They did that. 
Uh, Ian Robb cut a shady dealings for, or no, he cut a quick yeah, for shooting a for a pow pad. And, yeah, he's leaving um, says list is better, which is why he played it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Ian's is I, Ian's I like is my pad. personal favorite. Yeah, right now, Ian's also just I I like him more as a player. <laughs> he said that, not me. They're both equally fine gentlemen who had equally fine results. He said Nick's usually the the deck builder, but Nick's one that made top four. So I mean. But so he, he and Rob thing, right? finished fifth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he, 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 Rob, he was faithful to Buzz Buzz Rock back in the day. So, facts. But I think that deck should that deck could win easy. Uh, oh, well, especially because like I don't mm-hmm. think that deck's been optimized yet, right? Like we Locked think it's in. optimal right now. It looks optimal right now, but who knows? Like we, you know, we never thought Zoroark was opt, or we always thought Zoroark was optimal. That was. And, and then Tord was like, guys, but listen, listen here. What if we put this one card in there that breaks the game? Same thing with Malamar. We that thought was Malamar what Riley was Holbert optimal. did. He, he, he brought out the red card, dog, and expanded. We thought that's, Zoro Control yeah, was it. good. Nah, it got better just by that's one card. Thing. DDG, first... DDG did that with Malamar. They're like, guys, yep. but what about Chimeco? Yep. And like, it's funny because I just re- I remember the day before that happened. Like the day before regionals, I like took all my bulk in and traded it in, and there was like a hundred Chimecos in there. And then I got to the regionals, and Chimecos were like seven dollars a piece. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me, I know how many was in my bulk. I just lost out on like at least three hundred dollars in Chimecos right now. And it's true, you never know until you know, man. You find a broken list, a broken setup, and that's why Indy is going to be the first time in history where most of Team Scythe will be playing the same deck. Uh, I would venture that if we argue enough that we can get everybody playing the same 58. Yeah, 58. But, but that's a team discussion to have. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's start with Bean. You got any shout-outs you want to throw out here, and then we'll go Aaron, and then we'll do ours. So I got no shout-outs. See you on Indy. All right. Uh, you heard Justin here. Follow my man, Mr. Darth Bean, on Twitter. <laughs> Quit letting him be so humble. Jesus, uh, give this man some love. Bean's Twitter is actually fire compared to ours. So uh, if you want some compared wholesome his, content, crazy deck list. No, no, it's better than yours, too. If you want some wholesome content, crazy deck list. And if you want to know what's NFT happening, he has a best, profile photo. I don't give a shit. Mine's better. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're such a D-bag, like for real. Uh, and if you want it's like shout-outs to the best Pokemon store, specifically Pokemon game store um, in the United States, uh, follow Bean's account. I don't know if he actually shouts out, shouts out PokeCollect, but I'm trying to get him sponsored by that store. So Yeah, yeah there you go. Shout-out shout out Senior Doom and his uh, playmats. There you go. Senior Doom and his playmats. Um, uh, you can't you do that. Can't you, can't, that because, you can't do that in gaming, yeah. bro. No free ads. <laughs> Actually, it's for, yeah, it's, a shout out. It, it's for Justin Bean. He can shout it out. We can't. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, shout I'm out. I'm not sponsored by Shout them. out Senior Doom. I'm just a guest. He actually doesn't <laughs> make the playmats. He makes the art. So, like, if you want art for your playmats. There you go. There you go. If you want art to then submit to Inked Gaming for the playmats, there you go. That's what you're going to do. There you, go. there you go. All right. Go ahead, Aaron. Hit uh, it Mew VMAX is dead. That's it. That's all you got. That's that's your shout outs. That's your plugs. Okay, shout, shout out, out Team Scythe. 
Oh my gosh. Shout out all the local homies in Orlando. Uh, shout out Flo TK for shout sponsoring out Aaron Rucker. All day. Um, Yo, shout out other locals that drove to Salt Lake City from here to go play. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that we was got a couple. wild. That was, got a couple. that was tough. I didn't do that. that. Tough. Couple of them. Mm. Hey, yeah, they're bro. still young bucks. They can do shit like that, all right? They're, they're, they're called you. This, this said to me, like, yeah, we're not making that mistake again. Yeah, they That's right. You make that mistake I'm, once I'm in college. Driving to a regional ever again in my life. I made that not, mistake being stationed in California, bro. Like, not the 24-hour trip, bro. You only no, make that mistake once. Look, if it's if it's more than nine, I'm not driving. Like that's how it is. Facts. Six but yeah, bro. Shout out, shout out all the homies. Shout out the playtesting group this weekend. Shout out to the slumber party. Shout out to Scythe Gang. Shout out to all the big homies. Shout out to Scott Stokely, Flow T Cast, Flow Cast T, Flow TK all day. Gotta play a game because it's my life. That's yeah. how I like it. That's not even the Pokemon. slogan. You're drunk. Get out Shout of out. here. You're cut off. Life, All is, right. life is just a game. Play it one card at a time. Oh, my God. Shout out to Aaron Rucker for getting his world's invite, though. That's hype. Yeah. All right. So check it out. Check us out on Twitter. It's at FlowTK1 and at MaxFlowTCast. Check us out on Twitch, obviously. Uh, check out the YouTube. You're obviously listening to the podcast already, but go ahead and just spam your friends with our Spotify link, right? Make sure that you're rating uh rating us you know that five star you know it really helps us out there um i don't know why i'm doing all these hand motions you can't see it i hope that you can hear the whoosh in the microphone though because i'm moving like a mile a minute here um what else did i forget here check out the patreon because we'll get that up and running um as soon as uh we as soon as i top cut a tournament are we gonna write articles too we can. Uh, do you, if you want to, shout out or let's hear for Aaron Rucker being the first one to write an article for FlowTK. Um, even though there's nowhere to post it right now, so we'll figure that one out. If you if you subscribe to the Patreon, you'll get the one and only Aaron Rucker article about uh, Salt Lake City. Um, and uh, I I think that's it, right? Did I miss anything? Uh, I got I got some things I got I got some things to talk about uh, real quick because. Yeah. I've been, I've, I've been gone for a week, dog. I got some catching up to do, all right? I literally hopped off the plane and jumped in the pod. So, I've been gone a week. I'm back. So, streams are coming back tomorrow, Friday night. Uh, it's time to uh, it's time to grind, because Indy will, like, I'll wake up one day and I'll be driving to Indy. So, like, I, it's time to grind. So, there'll be a lot of Pokemon content coming out literally tomorrow so starting tomorrow it's like grind 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 maybe do some school on the side i know school pays the bills but pokemon's more important i'm just kidding stay in school kids so twitch is coming back tomorrow youtube videos are going to be flying off the shelves starting tomorrow too um i know scott had some in the in the clip but they'll be coming soon and uh i gotta record too um, I'm back from vacation. Vacation was insane. And um, also a quick thing I do want to mention that I really appreciated from everybody. I made a Twitter post for my uh, my nephew, my wife's nephew. He was in the hospital while we were out there. And I learned he loved Pokemon cards. So I made a Twitter post trying to ask people what to get this kid. Like if you were buying some singles for a kid for Pokemon cards. And we ended up getting him just an ETB. 
Um, but to everybody who responded to that, I really appreciate that. Thank you guys for sending him well wishes. That meant a lot too. Uh, he's doing good. He should be out soon. Um, but that meant a lot. And I wanted to say thank you for that from the bottom of my heart. Uh, he loved his cards and kids like gushing over some Pokemon cards. It was insane. We taught him about PTCGO and all that stuff. Like he was, he was ready to go. So I appreciate that. It meant a lot, but we're back on the grind. SOC's got the boys locked and loaded and ready to party. And it's it's time to it's time to get going. So we're gonna start tomorrow. Anyway, this has been episode Scott didn't announce it, but I'm pretty sure eighty eight. Uh I didn't announce it because I didn't know. So I think it's eighty eight. Yeah, this has been episode eighty eight, and we will see you guys for the next one. Peace. Bye. Peace. Peace.